For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent, integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance programs, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. The Compliance Function in the 2020s and Beyond. So in today's episode, I want to take up some of the topics I think are going to be critical for the compliance function going into the 2020s and beyond. Number one, compliance convergence. In 2019, there were three significant releases of information by the federal government, which directly impacted compliance professionals. Two came from the Department of Justice and one came from the Department of Treasury. The DOJ Criminal Division released its Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs guidance document the 2019 guidance. Of course, that's been superseded by the 2020 guidance. OFAC from the Department of Treasury, the Office of Foreign Asset Control, released the framework for OFAC compliance commitments, providing guidance for entities seeking to comply with sanctions through a sanctions compliance program. And the Department of Justice Antitrust Division released its evaluation of corporate compliance programs and criminal antitrust investigations, antitrust guidance. These three documents go a long way in cementing the need for robust and effective compliance for corporations. More importantly, they all point towards a growing tent of compliance for every corporation. The 2020s will be the decade where we move from anti-compliance and a corruption compliance, anti-trust compliance, trade sanction compliance, anti-money laundering compliance, data privacy and compliance to simply compliance. All compliance programs have about the same eight basic elements. So every company needs to simply understand this and put a program in place to follow those. And of course, every compliance program should prevent, detect, and then remediate. Two, public-private partnership in the anti-corruption fight. Over the past several years, the Department of Justice has gone very far towards laying out real incentives for corporations to help in the fight against the international scourge bribery and corruption by providing solid and significant credit for self-disclosure, cooperation, remediation, and reimbursement of ill-gotten gain. The 2016 pilot program was based upon the foundations laid out in the 2012 FCPA Resource Guide. The 2017 FCPA Corporate Enforcement Policy made the DOJ's default response a declination if the four requirements were met. The policy refined and tweaked over the past couple of years to make it even more forceful as well. For 20, the 2020s, companies now are fully incentivized to cooperate with the government. Obviously, such cooperation will provide the government with more information on international bad actors in the bribery and corruption space to help break down this international plague. 
Moreover, in the increasingly fractured world, the fight against corruption is even more important as a security concern. The Department of Justice made clear it would give substantial credit to companies which cooperated in the investigation. Next, data, data, data. The DOJ has made it clear that it expects companies to be more robust in their use of data analytics and their compliance programs. This means data not, must not only detect and prevent illegal conduct, but also in the use of the remediation prong. The new antitrust compliance evaluation has the clearest mandate when it stated, does the company use any type of screening, screen communication monitoring tool or statistical testing to designated to identify any potential violations? For the antitrust compliance professional, this means you need to incorporate a statistical analysis into your ongoing monitoring see if there have been any FCPA violations. Since at least 2016, the SEC in the key energy enforcement action uh, has been communicating to compliance professionals the need for increased use of data and data analytics in a compliance program. And indeed, in 2019, Deputy Assistant Attorney General Matthew Miner said the Department of Justice will inquire into whether a compliance department has access to internal data. This, of course, was brought forward in the 2020 update. Next, compliance is an ethical edge. We have known for many years that companies with more robust compliance programs were generally better run companies. The reason is simple. Ethisphere drove this point home in 2020 with its list of world's most ethical companies, which found over the past uh, several years that there had been, uh, they had outperformed their peers in the S&P large cap index by an average of 13.5%. There is also a growing body of academic research by folks such as Paul Healy and George Serafim, which looked at not simply the profitabilities at companies who had more robust anti-corruption compliance programs, but also the positive effect on return on equity. The academic research and other case studies demonstrate the, uh, that effective compliance programs equates to more efficient business processes leading to greater profitability. As senior business leaders come to understand this message, they will properly see compliance as a business process which can be analyzed and improved through continuous improvement to make companies more efficient, run more efficiently, and at the end of the day, more profiting. These companies do not make money because they have a better heart. They are more profitable because they are better run. Finally, all of this ties back to the requirement of the DOJ for continuous monitoring and continuous improvement of your compliance program. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, number one, it's compliance convergence. All compliance will come together. Number two, connect your compliance dots. And number three, it's all about the data, data, data. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'd like to thank you again for joining me for this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program around business ventures. And I hope you will join me for our next episode tomorrow. Also, I'd like to shout out to our sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, for sponsoring this month's podcast series. This podcast series on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.